Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. In the words of the rap group, the alcoholics, I'm slick tossing bottles like a discus. Flight 785 will rock a party from Halloween to Christmas. Flight 785 in the house. Once again for another week, my name is Ken Yan. I'm here with my lovely wife, Carrie. How are you doing? I'm good. Guys, welcome aboard to Flight 785. This is your first time listening. Just check us out. It's a nice laid back show. You know, we uh, we chop up. We talk about a couple of news stories. and uh, It gets a little crazy every once in a while. Every once in a while. You know, it's just. Might, uh, like make you laugh so hard. Yeah. You know, with all the craziness in life, you know, this you is just. Uh, well, you know, with all the craziness, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a, a show that puts you in a mentally better place. It tries H- to put hopefully. you in a mentally better place than uh where you are currently right that's how we do yeah it. that's the goal so guys uh you know just a quick note you know you can follow me on instagram the handle is flight 785 instagram twitter uh what else myspace tiktok you know all that stuff you know flight 785 that's how we do it and you know you guys can shoot me a message uh on the email also flight 785 podcast at gmail.com that's how we do it guys so uh welcome aboard to the show, guys. So, hey, what do we have going on this week, Carrie? What do we got going on this week? Are you, are you ready? Um, learn something is going to be about do we need daylight savings time? Okay. All right. All a right. A little bit of history, a little bit of um, background, right. a little bit of um, information right. on things like that. Okay. And Thanksgiving is in our rear view mirror, guys. It is in the rear view mirror. Thanksgiving is over. And, you know, I have a bone to pick with... We've um, begun to decorate. Yes, yes. Well, I've got a bone to pick with my son because um, he brought over the... Uh, I had Thanksgiving with my son and his lady friend, and uh, he brought over pumpkin pie, okay? He brought over <laughs> pumpkin pie, and this pumpkin pie was very good. It was a very good pumpkin pie. And I told him to leave the pumpkin pie, you know, at, you know, before he left. You know, I told him, leave the pumpkin pie here at the house. He was noncommittal. And that should have been my first warning that I should have checked. No, he clearly told you. I didn't hear him. He said, I'm taking it home and I'm going to put it in the freezer and I'm going to eat it I didn't periodically. Hear that. I didn't hear that part, guys. So imagine, if you will, I had been, you know, the following day on Friday, you know, I said, you know what? I can't wait to get some of that pumpkin pie Friday evening. And so what I do is I go into the refrigerator after dinner and I say, you know what? I'm going to get me a nice fat piece of pumpkin pie i opened up the refrigerator i looked to my left nothing i looked to my right nothing i look up and down you guessed it nothing. i asked him what he was looking for and he nothing. said the pumpkin pie and i said your son took it there was no pumpkin pie anywhere in the refrigerator my son took it I just, it was a store-bought pumpkin pie how good could it actually it be? was outstanding it was outstanding guys i don't like pumpkin pie so well anywho, i don't care <laughs> anywho so thanksgiving is in the rearview mirror and uh we're moving on right and it is mm-hmm. it is december 
2nd. Yes. December 2nd, and we still don't know who El Presidente is. I, I, I think we might well, have an idea. Well, you but know what? Yes. I don't know. There's still clarity that we, needs to yeah, be Yeah, we had. still need to find out what's going on, but we still <laughs> don't know, according to some circles, who El Presidente is of the United States. And so that's I, why I'm moving on. That's why I'm pushing. I know. You're this moving is, on to the bachelor, yeah, no, or bachelorette. I know. No, I know. no, no, no. No, I'm moving on, and I want to push the agenda of no daylight savings time. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. So the presidential election. So whichever just, president comes into oh presidency, we need to work this issue. Oh my goodness! That's top priority right now. You know, and 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 the <laughs> uh, and the COVID is raging on, and and guess what? No, well, Be- we need to work that. Well, but this this is a side deal. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you and, know, I like to make those side deals. Yes, yes. And, and you know what? It's just a, a a strange time that we have going on. It's it's a Wednesday, and there's NFL football going on right now. The Baltimore At Ravens. Two a.m. today. Not two p.m. Two thirty p.m. Yes, not two a.m. No, two thirty p.m. You know, my daylight yes. savings is all out yes, of whack. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, 2.30 p.m. Yes, the the Baltimore Ravens are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. It's crazy that on a Wednesday afternoon, we're watching NFL football. Well, at least I am. I am. I, I was working. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, Carrie was working. Unfortunately, she had to work. But, uh, you know, I had a mm-hmm. good time. Had a good time. Hopefully, the Ravens win, but I, I don't think they're going to win as the last I checked. But it's all good. It's all good to have some NFL football. But anywho, guys, um, I was looking at the analytics. Yes, the analytics. Texas, Kansas, Washington, and California are coming on strong with the podcast. Okay. They are coming on strong with listen. So, guys, my Texas folks, I appreciate you. You know, shoot me a message on Instagram. Let me know uh, you like the show, what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Shoot me a message, guys. That's as easy as that. Yeah, and Kansas is in the house. Washington, shout out to some friends in uh, Silverdale. Silverdale, Washington, I believe. I believe that's where they're at. But uh, shout out to them. But uh, guys, and California coming on strong as usual. So let me know if you guys all have any learn some things that you want to learn about. Yes, yes, outstanding, outstanding. <laughs> any request. So uh, what have we been watching, Carrie? Do we have anything we've been watching? I was trying to think about that. So someone in this household, I don't know if I can name his name, yes. but he's been hooked on the Hallmark movies ever since we started decorating for Christmas. Are you talking about the dog? You must be talking about the dog because I'm definitely not hooked on Hallmark <laughs> movies. I can tell you that right now. Yes, it must be the dog. Yeah, I Wink, guys, wink. I'm tell you right now, Carrie loves these Hallmark movies, guys. That's not true. She, we, she sits down, <laughs> she starts watching them, and she just can't get enough of it, guys. I think there's another human in the home. You know, and these are Christmas them. movies, and you know how I am, guys. And that's another thing. We gotta, we gotta, re- we gotta backtrack something. Someone likes to get to the last 30 minutes and say, okay, let's hurry up and wrap it in a, a feel good bow. No, no, no. So guys <laughs> on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving evening, on Thanksgiving evening, Carrie decided that she wants to put up the Christmas tree guys. No, I, and I, I, I had requests. You had a request. Yes. To do that. Yeah, my son's girlfriend wanted to put up a Christmas <laughs> tree. And so she wanted to put up our Christmas tree on Thanksgiving Day. And you know what? I jumped at the opportunity to have extra help. Let me tell you something, guys. Although, yes, I I put a lot of lights on the tree. My dad said for every foot you need a hundred lights. A hundred, a hundred yes. lights. So our our tree is about 
five feet. So it has about 600 lights on it. The probably. deal is the timing, though. The and, timing. and the wires all have to be hidden. Yeah. Yes. Guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys do not want to try to put up a Christmas tree. With you, don't, Carrie. you don't just. It's a long, lay drawn the out. Lights on. It's a long, drawn out. <laughs> you got to weave them in and out of the branches. Something that should take 30 minutes takes three hours. Guys. Yes. But true. Any, that's the truth. But anyway, I do not believe in putting up any Christmas stuff until after Thanksgiving, until at least December. We ate Thanksgiving dinner and then we did it. No, no. Christmas stuff, guys, Christmas stuff should not go up until December at least. You know, let well, Thanksgiving do you know its what? thing. You got some outdoor stuff you got to do. Yeah, well, we'll Christmas. see about that. We'll see about outdoor that. Outdoor decorating. So, guys, we're going to uh, we're gonna get into the flight plan. So, the flight plan for this week, Carrie, we have an op-ed from a cat and a dog regarding COVID. We also have a robbery and uh, to talk about, and we also have to talk about a squirrel. So, uh, you know, just nice light listening for today. And we got to learn something. And then we have our famous segment, Abby is Not Right, where I pull a story from Dear Abby or any of the advice columns, and I read it off and then you know, we dissected to decide was Abby right in, you know, this particular instance. So that and then we got to learn something that we already heard uh, heard about as far as, you know, daylight savings time. Right, Gary? Right. It's not. Yes, it, it's not exactly. It's it's pronounced daylight saving time. There's no S. Are you it, sure about it, that? Uh, that's what I learned when I did my research. Are you sure about that? One hundred. It's daylight saving time. Yes. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Oh, I'm going to have to check my notes. I, I don't know about yes, that. but Google that. Okay. So uh, <laughs> moving on. Over uh, in Louisiana, the story is coming from Louisiana. So authorities from the uh, Evangeline Parish Office don't care what his name is, but they're hoping to catch a rodent thief soon. According to news outlet, KLFY, an unnamed man in a chipmunk suit, allegedly robbed the medicine chest pharmacy in Ville Platte, Louisiana last weekend. Yes, Sheriff Charles Gullery told the news outlet that security footage showed the armed suspect darting from the pharmacy's parking lot to the rear entrance of the store while forcing an employee back inside. Once inside the store, the furry suspect reportedly forced the employee through the store as she was ordered at gunpoint to fill a bag with an unknown amount of medication. Gullery said the chipmunk then walked out the back door and ran towards a nearby apartment complex. The suspect is still on the lam. It is unknown whether he's hiding out in nearby trees, but cops would like to catch him soon. I must say, yes. rodents and... Animals are very large in Louisiana. Yeah. We've lived there for some time, and I, I've had some run-ins, so I know. I don't think you're understanding <laughs> what the story is about. Oh, no, I Have understand. Have you been drinking? <laughs> Have you been drinking? No, no. But it was a man in a chipmunk I outfit. I know that. <laughs> okay, okay. No, it, it has nothing to do with well, when you the, the size of the rodents I, in Louisiana. The, no, it does have nothing to do with that, Gary. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys! Already. The insects and rodents are rather large in Louisiana. I just m must say, I did have to call animal control when we lived in Louisiana. Oh, okay. Maybe they could help find the police. Help the police find the this, rodent. This isn't what the story is about, Gary. <laughs> guys, I don't know why every week, every week it it never stops. Every week, guys. I, 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 
I just don't understand it. I, I leave you speechless, yeah, don't I? Yeah, that, yes. <laughs> yes, you do, guys. You know, every week, guys, without fail, it's something like There's this. There's got to be a spun. Yeah, anyway. So, guys, I've got this next story. This is coming from the Wall Street Journal. And, you know, I missed this story. This uh, the story was from April, this past April. Okay. And um, what it is, you know, people will write in op-eds, okay, which mm-hmm. is their opinion on certain topics. Okay. And this is an op-ed from a dog and an op-ed from a cat, okay? And they're differing views because, you know, dogs and cats don't get along, okay? So here it is, okay? This is by a cat. Wait, wait. Yes? First you talk about a squirrel. Yes. Now you're talking about dogs and cats. Yes. Putting their input into yes. things. Okay. Yes. Okay. A little light listening. I, I just want to make sure I'm okay. following. So the title of this op-ed is America Needs to Get Back to Work. And this is by okay. the cat. Okay. Yes. The cat says enough is enough. American businesses have taken a historic plunge over the past month. Now, granted, this was in April, April, right? yes. It's time to consider a practical plan for protecting public health while also allowing for a return to work and hopefully a revival of the economy. On behalf of cats everywhere, I'll just say it. We want everyone out of the house. It, <laughs> it was cute for a while, but the party is over. We're sick of this quarantine and the shelter-in-place directive. Sheltering in place, that's a cat's job. Cats invited sheltering in place, sleeping in the windowsill, the corner of the couch, the sock drawer, in the closet, and, if it gets a little too noisy, under the bed, eyes open and annoyed. Cats know what it takes to stay home all the time. We're just tired of sharing our home with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and that's what the, you know, and the cats are saying, yes. you know, it's gotten to be too much. Yeah. Okay? It's just gotten to be but too much. They're probably going... Stir yeah. crazy and the cats cat are, crazy. Yeah, and the cats are saying, we sort of love you and appreciate the occasional pats on the head, but cats are not the most social creatures. Sure, there are some exceptions. You might have one of those cats who actually enjoys human company. Congratulations. But what it's saying is, the vast majority of cats are ready for you to get back to work or just leave the house for longer than 15 minutes. Please consider it not for America, for cats. Okay. So that was the cats. You know, that was yes. the cats, you know. So now it's time for the differing, dissenting opinion, mm-hmm. if you will, by the dogs. Okay. Okay. So the dog says, as American, as Americans, uh, you know, the debates, you know, they debate a return to work. It's important not to rush it. We need to balance the economy against the extremely valid concerns about public health and protecting lives and walks. We need to think about all of the walks and ball. We need to also chase the ball lots and lots. You know, I'm a dog. I'm not some public intellectual. I'm a good, good dog. Most of the time, I just ate half of a baseball glove in the garage. I also knocked over a potted plant in the living room. I'm sorry. I'm a dog. What do you want? (laughs) Dogs want you to stay. Okay. They want you to stay. Okay. They want you to stay home. Yes. And it says, I'm sure the cats are telling you they've had it. But here is the most important line in the whole story. Yes. Never trust a cat. Okay? (laughs) I will say it again for emphasis. Never trust a cat. So what I... I I think that yes I I think that we're gonna have to have um more psychologists for our pets after this pandemic. Well, let, let me finish, I, please. You're you're taking this off on another another <laughs> angle. It says it says never trust a cat. They're rude animals. They don't appreciate you. 
And guys, your cat lovers are going to hate you. As part of this podcast, as I've always said, I have diplomatic immunity. Okay, so don't get (laughs) upset upset with me. Don't email the show. Okay. Bottom line, I don't like cats. Okay. I hear you. There are there's a few cats that are okay for but for the most part. Cats are terrible, okay? Think of cats, okay? You've got Sylvester, don't like them. Cat in the Hat, don't like them. Garfield, Tom from Tom and Jerry, the Pink Panther, uh, you know, Azrael. The Pink Panther's a cat? Yeah, he's a panther, Gary. He's oh, a, a panther. Oh, my cat. goodness, guys. Guys, I, guys, have you been drinking? Have you been drinking? Oh, my goodness gracious. I was. A- I was thinking of kitty cats. Truth be told, guys, sometimes I feel like I'm doing the show by myself. <laughs> you know. Well, you know. Are you helping or are you hurting? Gary? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> moving on. It's been a long day, Mister Bigglesworth. We don't like him. I don't like him. Oh gosh, you have more grumpy cat. I don't like him. I you don't know? even know who these cats are. Well, anyway, anyway. I don't like cats, guys. And, you know, that was the op-ed from Cats and Dogs. What say you, Gary? I, I just worry about the emotional yes. stuff that these dogs are going through because um, they're going to be so clingy. And, like, I, I've been telling you, Kenan, yes. we need to leave the house for at least three hours. We got we got to leave the dog to himself so he has his own time. Otherwise, he's never going to want to leave our sides. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's a serious problem. <laughs> Thank you for that. Moving and I on. guess it's serious for the cats, too. Yes. A Minnesota woman removed some bad pears from her refrigerator and left them outside for the squirrels, one of which was captured on home video looking drunk on the fermented fruit. Yes. The old pears I left out for the squirrels had apparently fermented. Ooh. Yes. Yes. This was in uh, Minnesota. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the squirrel first, you know, ate a little bit of the pear and then ran away. But when he came back, he was clearly inebriated. Once she realized what was going on, she took the forbidden fruit away. You know, and so she showed a video of it. And the critter was in an apparent daze, (laughs) teetering on his hind legs with his front paws in the fruit bowl over the weekend. The squirrel (laughs) appears to wobble and sway, his feet steady on a wood block. But his head starts tilting to one side, then snapping to the other. Those pears were so old, I bet they fermented, is what she said. I hope he didn't have food poisoning. No, no, no. He was just drunk, Gary. He, Are he, you he, sure? Yeah, he, he was He was just drunk. That's, <laughs> that, that stuff happens. Anyway, uh, Carrie, have you had any uh, interesting stories of whatever happened with you with any animals and, and fruit? I know you always have something crazy that you've got to talk about. No, what, no, nothing no. crazy. No, I don't. I don't believe so. No, uh, uh, outstanding, outstanding, guys. We are. Oh, there. Uh, you know what? And just right on cue, my dog decides it, he wants to it's start. It's because talking. you keep talking about balls. Oh my! You know what? No, it's not about me talking about balls. Okay, Carrie, that's that's not what it is. Okay, he perked what, up when you said it. Is that what it is, guys? Yes. Uh, no, that that's not right. You know what? You're on board flight seven eight five. Guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We will be right back. Hey guys, fall is here in Southeast Texas, and the temperatures are getting a little bit cooler. And you know what? Winter is right around the corner. So guys, what y'all should do is jump on gentlemansdrivingclub.com and check out the gear they got. They got a nice GDC long sleeve tee. It's got the big old GDC crest in the front. 
and they got some nice black hoodies. So guys, definitely go check them out. They are a sponsor of the Flight 785 podcast, and a nice hoodie will be a great addition to your wardrobe. And I'm going to hook you up with a discount code. Use code FLIGHT785 and you get 15% off. You know, that's just our way of giving back. So uh, check it out, guys. Be a part of the flight crew and support the Gentleman's Driving Club. Gentleman's Driving Club, what drives you? Me gusta eso. Okay, so we are back with some learn something. And the question is, do we need daylight saving time? Okay. Um, so it originated with Benjamin Franklin is part of the reason why we change our clocks. He observed people burn candles to work into the night, sleep during the morning sunshine, wasting valuable oil, wax, and free light. So Franklin suggested jokingly in an essay, an economical project for diminishing the cost of light that people could adjust clocks according to the seasons to save resources and maximize productivity. In 1916, the Germans became the first country to officially implement the idea. The U.S. followed during World War I in 1918, resulting in almost a century of grumpy Americans complaining each March about a lost hour. The 60-minute modification really throws our body's natural rhythm out of sync, resulting in insomnia, moodiness, loss of focus, and productivity. Oh, I see. Okay, interesting. Yes. Then, through President Woodrow Wilson, he wanted to keep uh, the... Yes. <laughs> what did Woodrow Wilson want to keep? <laughs> I'm so... He wanted to keep daylight saving time. Quit looking at me like that. Yes. <laughs> After World War I ended, the country was mostly rural at the time. It was what? It was mostly a rural... Rule? Rule? Yes. Okay. R-U-R-A-L. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought, okay. Please continue. <laughs> Please continue. Are you listening? Yes, I'm listening. Yes. Please continue. <laughs> At the time. And the farmers actually objected to this, partly because it would mean they lost an hour of morning light. But, um, you know, I have always thought that or been taught that right. we had daylight saving time to help the farmers, but in all actuality, it does not. And so daylight saving time was abolished until the start of World War II on February 9th, 1942. Then with President Franklin Roosevelt, it was reestablished, um, calling it a time of war. So okay. after war of a free-for-all system in the United States and towns were given the choice of whether or not to observe daylight savings time, which led to complete chaos. Right. In 1966, to tame the Wild West mayhem, Congress enacted the Uniform Time Act so that um, it, they put into federal law that it was protocol through the states to have daylight savings time and it would begin on the first Sunday in March and end on the last Sunday in October. It was then re-expanded in 2007 to the length that is today. Did you know that 40% of the world's countries, only 40% of the world's countries observe daylight savings time? I did not. Yes. However, those that do observe it take advantage of the natural daylight in the summer evenings. Okay. 
Which, yes, we all like. Yeah. Um, the regions furthest away from the equator and closer to the poles get most benefit from the daylight savings time clock change because there is a more dramatic change in the sunlight through the seasons. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Researchers have also suggested that more daylight in the evenings um, lessens the traffic accidents as there are fewer cars on the road when it's dark outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. More daylight would mean more outdoor exercise for exercise you know, at all times of the day for full-time workers, things like that. Oh, I love exercising all times of the day. But well, please continue. <laughs> Do you know? Okay, you know what? You, there you go. There you go. No, you started it, man. <laughs> please continue. Okay. So you ask yourself, Yes. since there's only 40% of the you the know, countries, countries yeah. um, doing it, right. where... Well, who is observing this daylight savings time, right? Right. Well, it's the United States and Canada. And um, except for, do you know what two states do not observe daylight savings time? That's an easy one. Uh, those two states are Hawaii and Arizona. Very good. I knew you knew Hawaii. I just wasn't sure about Arizona. Well, you know how I know because... You did research no, because this? I went No, I went to an <laughs> outstanding public school. Shout out to Salina South High School in Salina, Kansas. A great uh, public <laughs> institution. Please continue. <laughs> anyway. Um, so there's some more myths and interesting facts. Yes. Um, people tend to have more heart attacks on the Monday following the spring forward switch to daylight savings time. Really? Researchers say that um, people have an increase of 24% on that Monday compared to the daily average for the surrounding the week surrounding the start so of why daylight is that? savings time. Um, probably because... Just it, a change in the schedule yeah, or something. Throws them out of whack. Yeah. The circadian rhythm. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So, and then when you spring forward, miners got 40 minutes less sleep and had 5.7 more workplace injuries in okay. 2009. All right. And then I don't know if you know, speaking of dogs and cats, yes. Uh, pets notice the time change also. Um, it disrupts their food and, you know, their feeding schedule and things like that. So even though the time changes, they right. still want to get up at 6 a.m. and right. eat. Right, right. Um, let's see. And then what do you think? Like, what do you think about daylight savings time? Do you think we should abolish it? Do you think we should continue adopting it? You know, it really doesn't matter to me. You because, don't care? No, I really don't care because my body is, you know, I'm an incredible athlete and my body is conditioned to adapt to anything. <laughs> so I, it really doesn't bother me at all. I just, I just prepare for it. You know, if I'm going to be getting it, if I'm going to, you know, if I'm, if you have to spring forward, you're going to lose an hour. Mm -hmm. So what I do to compensate for that is I just sleep in an extra hour, you know, just to, to make up that hour. That's just what you have to do. Yeah, but so like we lived in Hawaii where yes. the time didn't change. Right. And I honestly, I really, really appreciated that. I I just, I liked waking up when the sun came up and I liked going to bed when the sun set. Well, people just And have, it gave are... you time to watch the sun set like year round because 
you know, you're it's 7 p.m. and 7.30 and the sun's setting. And then you're up at 6 a.m. and get to make the most of the day. Right. I, I feel like I maximized my days and time better in Hawaii than right. with the time change. Okay. So, Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. That's all I have for you today. So that's today. all we have yes, for learn something. I'm, oh, also, you need to speak to your... It's going to take an act of Congress to get rid of daylight savings time. So as soon as we figure out who the president is, put in your request to abolish daylight savings time. <laughs> Fan. You're on board flight 785. All right, we are hitting our last segment. It is called... Abby is not right. The segment where we pull up a story and we just talk about it. So here we go. Dear Abby, I've been married to my wife for a year and a half and we have an infant child. I work while my wife stays home. My problem is she doesn't like me playing sports and hanging out with friends. I have tried to make concessions and cut down playing sports to once a week. I used to play two or three times a week, but that's not good enough for my wife. On game night, when I get home, she gives me the silent treatment. She used to come to my games, but won't now, even though she has girlfriends who attend them. As for hanging with my friends, I barely see them anymore, and when I do, they come here. If they stay any longer than 30 minutes, it causes a problem, and my wife again won't talk to me for the rest of the night. I have tried to compromise, but she feels as though any time I spend away from her and the baby, it's a no-no. Am I wrong to want to play sports and to see my guy friends? I have tried talking to her about this, but she thinks any compromise is basically me doing what I want and her having to deal with it. So that is a dilemma that this young man has. And so Abby says, dear reader, you should not become a couch potato or become isolated from your friends because you are married and a parent and neither should your wife. She may resent the time you spend with your friends because she's stuck at home taking care of the baby. You are her only adult company, and in a way, she may be jealous that you're enjoying freedom that she can't. Your wife should not be doing all the parenting. One day or evening a week, you should take care of the baby while she takes a break with her friends or family. It could do wonders for your relationship. If you can agree on this, it could save your marriage. If you can't, then the two of you should get counseling. Marriage isn't supposed to be put is is not supposed to put people in isolation, and that's what it appears your wife is trying to accomplish with you. So that was Abby's answer. So Carrie, what say you? What is your, what is your take on this? Okay, I have a lot going on with this. Okay, because I think there's more underlining issues of why she doesn't want him to go out with his friends and why she doesn't want his friends there. Okay. I think there's more to the story than what he said. So I agree they do need to go to counseling. Yes. But I also think that possibly she could be feeling like uh her the friends they have now, maybe they're single friends and don't have kids, so she can't relate to them. And then not having that adult contact, she just wants to have that one-on-one -on -one or not so much one-on-one, -on -one, but she wants to have that contact with someone that also has a child. And so she's reaching out to her husband for the adult conversation and conversations that pertain to what's going on in her life currently. Really? It seems that yes. you're reading into this. 
Oh yeah. It's yeah, you're reading into this. You you you're <laughs> just supposed to go with what was what was said, okay? Uh dear you know? Abby or Miss Manners read into it too. She just didn't get as deep as me. Is that what it is? Yeah. So you think there's something else that's going on? Yes. Okay, so what do you think he should do about this whole situation? Because he needs to get out. What do you think he should do? I I think th- I I I don't understand why one night a week isn't is the pro- is not should not be a problem. But I I th- I think that he needs to understand where she's coming from. A place I think the suggestion of letting his wife go out once a week, but that's very hard for a mother to leave their child. What at a young age? It's hard. She may be a nursing mom. She may not trust the dad to stay home by himself with the baby. Yes, there's a lot of crying going on. There may be an emotional separation. There's a lot that goes on emotionally with women when they have babies, okay? Guys, guys, I'm going to say right now, are you done, Carrie? Are you done? I'm done because you're just going to sit there and make fun of it. No, no, I I would never. And you'll just say, he needs to leave her. You need to have a better comeback. You You need to have a better solution for the situation. A a true solution to the situation. Stop all your crying. This is what I think. I think that this young man needs to do one thing and one thing only. And if you guys have listened to me long enough, you know what that answer is. Give some good advice, not bad advice. He needs to get his own apartment. I mean, that's just the bottom line. He needs to get his own apartment, guys. What say you, Carrie? He gets his own apartment. I'm going to stop doing Dear Abby and Miss Manners if you don't start giving some good advice. Okay, okay, guys. This is this <laughs> That's is getting, what I'm gonna say. This, this is getting out of hand, guys. This is getting out of hand, guys. We are gonna wrap what this would bad you boy do? up. Huh? This it's not about me. You always <laughs> try to make you try to get an argument started. This is not about me, guys. This is not about me. This, she's she's out of control, guys. Guys, uh, this is uh, let's fu- poke the bear. No, guys. <laughs> You're on board flight seven eight five. Guys, uh, you know what? We're gonna wrap this bad boy up. What I will tell you guys is uh, we love y'all over here at Flight 785, and I will leave you with this. A good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. We're going to see you next week. Yes. This is Flight 785. You're on board Flight 785.